Hello and welcome back to Freedom Machines with Freddie Dobbs. This week's podcast episode proudly sponsored by Sizap. That is the motorcycle tracker and rider's mate. You can also get it for your car, ATV or even boat as well. I've had it for about a year and it's a very, very good product. I'll include all of the details in the written description below. So go and check them out if you're in the market for a tracker. Right, let's get down to it. Well, let me give you an update, actually. It's uh, Friday morning I'm recording this. I'm still in Ipswich in England, and it could be within about two weeks of, of heading off. There's a festival in Italy, and it's the first one in Italy that they've ever done. It's called Wheels and Waves, and for anyone who's not in Europe, you may not have heard about it. It's a festival celebrating classic custom motorcycles and also surfers and all things lifestyle around those two sports. They've done it in Biarritz for quite a while, but this will be the first time they've ever done it in Italy. And it will be on in Tuscany. Should be in a beautiful area on the west coast of Italy. So I'm really hoping that we will be heading off there. I think it's in, I think mid-October or something like that. So hopefully we'll dust off the trailer Bonneville on the back, Fiat on, Fiat on, Fiat towing everything. I mean, it's weird. I never worry that the Fiat's going to break down. It's about 200 miles off now. 200 miles off, 194,000 miles. Not kilometers, miles. And it's just ridiculously reliable. I mean, it could easily break down on the way down to Italy. Towing a trailer, fully laden, but for some reason, it's not even a concern that crosses my mind. It's very strange. You know, I was talking to someone. It was about three or four weeks ago. I was having coffee with, with Monica. This isn't specific. That's kind of bike related. We're having a coffee and breakfast on the Ipswich Marina. A gentleman comes over and he says, oh, uh, he, he watches the, the YouTube channel. And he said, Freddie, Freddie, please do not, because I often talk about it. He said, do not buy a Defender. And I was like, but why? But they, they look so great. He said, look, at least once a year I go down to Italy, I take my Ducati and I go and do a few races down there. I thought, okay, it'll be great. I'll buy a Defender. This is the man talking. He said, I'll go, I'll buy a Defender because there's nothing cooler than that. Tow, tow a bike, put a bike on the back of the Defender and drive it down to Italy. And he said, it was just so unreliable. I ended up missing an entire holiday because the Defender broke down en route. And in fact, it just kept breaking down in general. But the final straw was that it broke down en route to, to Italy and he missed his entire holiday because the Defender broke down. And he said, after that, you know, I was just completely done with it. Completely unreliable vehicle. Ended up selling it and bought a van instead. And he said, it's the best decision he's ever made. Much, much more practical, much cheaper to run and just a, a far more sensible, more reliable vehicle than a Defender. It kind of shattered my illusion that because I've been thinking about, you know, maybe getting a Defender for a while. One of the classic ones. I'm going to lead on from this a bit because I've kind of got, you know, buying a Defender is a, in my wish list, even though I know they're not that reliable. I was watching a, a review on Defenders, and this is, the person doing the review said that when the, the Land Rover Defender was being sold in around about the year 2002, and apologies if my figures are slightly off, but I'm just going from this video that I watched, 
In about 2002, I think the price of a Land Rover Defender something between 15 to 20,000, something around that figure, not much at all. And the figure for an equivalent Range Rover was around about 60,000 pounds plus. But now, around about 20 years on from those new sales prices, around about 20 years on, the price of a 20-year-old Range Rover is around about £4,000. You can barely give them away. And the price of a Land Rover Defender from 2002, well, you're still looking at about fifteen to £25,000. Pounds, fifteen to twenty thousand pounds, surely. So the price of a Defender has actually gone up in the past twenty years since even when it was new. Yet the price of a a Range Rover, that was three times more expensive at the time it was new, has plummeted to completely worthless. Now, what's the reason for this? Well, it's there's no other answer for it. It's character. It's character. People would favour, most of the time, I think, especially for classics, character over ability. And this goes for bikes as well, because ability really is only relevant to the time period when the motorbike or the car is being sold. You know, a Honda Fireblade from the year 2004 won't be a fast bike now, relatively speaking, to the current crop. So in essence, what you're buying, if you're buying an old Fireblade, you're buying a sports bike that's not that quick in reality. But what you will be buying it for is nostalgia or the character that comes with buying an older vehicle. But then if we look at other vehicles that have been made fast, but that lack character, where does that leave them as a used proposition? do they just turn into something quite undesirable? You know, a Defender has more character than a Range Rover, if we go back to that. That's why Defender prices are completely ridiculous, because especially for a used proposition, coming up to a classic proposition, people will take character and looks every single day of the week. You know, you look at some of these monster sports tourers, we, we could give the, the Triumph Sprint, for example, uh, as a good example. That is an extremely competent motorcycle, and I haven't checked. This just came to the top of my head. But my guess is that you can buy a Triumph Sprint for no money at all. And it was the 1,000cc bike, sports tour, that, that really has a brilliant engine, extreme comfort, can do everything, but probably doesn't quite have the character of, and I'm being biased here, but just because it's the same mark, the Bonneville, for example. Let's have a look at this. Triumph Sprint. What should I do? Should I do the, let's have a look at the 1050. What year did that come out? Yeah, I mean, if we go to this, you've got the, here we go. Let's do this as an example. I mean, here we go. Triumph Sprint. 1050, that's 1050cc from 2006 with 50,000 miles on the clock. You can pick it up and I haven't even looked for low prices on Facebook Marketplace where they'll be cheaper, but I can buy one from a dealer 
for £2,195. Now that is a bike that will be much, much more expensive, new, compared to a Triumph Bonneville. And if you're looking for a Bonneville of around about the same year, you're going to be paying about £4,000. So you're going to be paying double the amount of money for the Bonneville, which in every conceivable measurable area is a much worse bike than the Triumph Sprint ST of the time. It would have been much cheaper and it's a much less competent bike. Yet the value for the Bonneville has probably gone down, let's say if it was about in 2006, six and a half thousand pounds. Well, it's only gone down about two, two and a half thousand pounds. Where the Sprint ST, that would be much more money and it's now much less money than the Bonneville. So we favor we favour character and looks with regards to used propositions, used propositions, used values over competency. Competency isn't a measure of, of used value, especially when it gets to about 15 years old or something like that. Because competency, it changes as we evolve with technology and with reliability. You know, we don't look for competency because an old bike and old cars, it's never going to be as competent as a new one. So that goes out the window, that competency, that, that power, it all disappears. You know, if I look at this, I click on this Triumph Sprint ST1050. Lovely looking bike, not a scratch on it. It's silver, probably in the best color. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it at all, but it's going for 2000 pounds. In fact, it does make you think. If you're looking for a competent, good value bike at about £2,000, you know, you probably can't go too far wrong with that. They don't make them anymore. Hmm. There's one to consider. I, I want to carry on with this because I'm, I wouldn't say I'm careful with money because I'm not. I am actually fairly bad with money, but I've made a few bad decisions that I said before with, with buying vehicles that have ruined my life for about a year after I, I bought it. The Jaguar XK, for example, that's the prime example. Paid about £10,000 for a dream car, ended up just bankrupting me. And I sold it about a year later for, a, a, instead of, I bought it for 10000 I sold it for about 7000 something like that, ridiculous. Just lost huge money on it, big repair bills, everything. Uh, but every so often, you know, I just, I, so I feel like getting a bit crazy. And that goes for cars and bikes. I was talking to an old school biker in Cornwall. This was a few days ago when I was with my parents. Let me just have a, a sip of coffee. When I was with my parents, he's had a Bonneville and he said to me, Freddie, the biggest mistake I've ever made is selling the Bonneville. Should never have sold it. He said, now I've got a Honda Cub C90. Great character, this guy is. lives in Cornwall. You know, he's as, as Cornish as you can get. Just a little bit of a hippie vibe, long hair. He's out there doing the gardening, top off, beautiful tan, real character. Loves going scuba diving, he likes his motorbikes. Just, he works purely to fund his lovely lifestyle. He doesn't work because he's desperately looking to progress his career. He just works so he can have the lifestyle he wants. Like that attitude, it's good. And he said, Freddie, just none of the new bikes for me, they have, none of them have character. It's the older bikes that have the character, you know, and if I'm looking at a bike or a car 
especially for a car I've been looking, I've been thinking, look, do I need to get something a bit bigger? But very, very few of the new cars really excite me. I think this is more emphasised in the car market than the bike market, the, the lack of character, everything's getting bigger and bigger. I think this isn't really, for me, it's not a big problem, bike market, plenty of characterful bikes. Car market, definitely. You know, I'm looking at a characterful car from the new crop. I don't know. I mean, either you're going to be having to spend £80,000 plus to get something really, I don't know, sporty or characterful. Or, you know, you're just going to get an incredibly competent car that doesn't have a huge amount of character. So then I start looking at the used, the used market. And I'm looking at a Fender again, you know, and I know this is an awful vehicle. Awful. Not reliable, leaks all the time, rusts, horribly loud, dreadful, dreadful vehicle. You know, the Australians, I always say this, the Australians hate Defenders. Horrible reputation for reliability. Get a Toyota Land Cruiser. You know, if you want to get to the jungle, the Australians say, you buy a Land Rover, you buy a Land Rover Defender. If you want to get out the other side, you buy a Land Cruiser, Toyota, it's simple because the Land Cruiser is just a much, much better vehicle. But I still like the Defender. And it gets me thinking about bikes. You know, I do always play around with the idea. Shall I look for another bike? But if I'm looking for another bike, do I go for a slightly more sensible, brand new bike that will cause me no heartache? Because new vehicles are always better than old vehicles. They're always always more reliable or do I go for something that's cheaper to buy maybe slightly more ridiculous I'm thinking an unnecessarily massive engine just because well why the hell not because you only live once but it will not be as reliable and it will probably not be quite as well built so I did a poll on Instagram yesterday and I said to people, well, it wasn't a poll actually, I just said, what for you is the magic mix of, in the evolution of the motorcycle, of reliability, but character. So you need enough reliability where you know you can start it every day. It has to be reliable, but also you want that character. You know, maybe it was in, at the end of the carb era, maybe it was the end of that air-cooled era. What for you is the magic period in the motorcycle evolution that, that ticks the boxes of reliability and character? And it seems to be, it was fairly varied, but the common theme that I saw is the year 2000 onwards, turn of the century onwards, whether it's 2010 onwards, 2008, 2009, 2000, 2002. A lot of answers around that area, but it seemed to be about 80% of people said 2000 onwards. Now, what can I get? Because I used to only think that Auto Trader, maybe eBay as well, I like eBay too. Auto Trader and eBay are the places to go if you're looking for, for buying a vehicle. But someone recently got me onto Facebook Marketplace for vehicles. And I was having a chat and, you know, this uh, biker, a friend of mine, Nips, which he said, Freddie, I just bought my Harley Davidson on, on eBay. And I said, come on, come on, spending, spending a good chunk of money buying a Harley on Facebook Marketplace, I wouldn't trust it. Wouldn't trust it. I'm sure none of the, the adverts on Facebook Marketplace are true. They're all false. They're all just trying, people trying to rob you. That was my honest opinion. 
But then I started looking and I'm now a complete convert. I think I said this in a previous, face, uh, pre- previous podcast episode. Facebook Marketplace is fantastic. The choice of vehicles is brilliant. And a lot of the vehicles are from private sellers. Yes, you may not get the security of buying from a good dealer. You, so you've got to bear that in mind. But there are a lot of private sellers so you can get cheaper prices. So you have to weigh up the pros and cons going to a good reputable dealer um, where you may get a warranty. They'll check through the vehicle and and buying privately. Pros and cons for both, of course. But I have been pleasantly surprised. So if I'm in the mood to get a little bit crazy and maybe consider a, a ridiculous spike that makes no sense at all, I'm going to start with, because I, I just want to do an experiment here and I haven't checked this. Let's say I want a Triumph Rocket, uh, a ridiculous motorcycle with a 2.3 litre engine and I go on to Auto Trader. And I find that the cheapest rocket, let's see, I, I don't think I want the backrest. Here's a lovely one, 5,750 pounds, private seller, 2004 model, 2.3 litre engine, 22,000 miles on the clock. So nothing at all, lovely looking bike. Now that's 5,750 pounds. It's actually very good value. Just, you know, three owners, just serviced, MOT'd. Recent battery, new front tyre, and private seller. It, it looks good in red. Chrome engine, lovely. Chrome exhaust, sorry, lovely. But, but can I get it? I mean, that's cheap. That is good value. But is it possible now, with my newfound knowledge of or acceptance of Facebook Marketplace, is it now possibly, is there an opportunity to get it cheaper than even that? Because before, the only place I would look is Autotrader and then a little bit onto eBay. But let's be open-minded here. What can I find? I'm at 5,750 and that would be the cheapest I would have been able to find up until about a month ago when I started enjoying Facebook Marketplace. So let's see what Facebook Marketplace can offer. And first things first, Top of the list, about 30 miles away in Essex, I found one already for less than that. Very top of the list. For £5,400, I found a 2005 Triumph rocket. So that is one year newer than this bike, in black, so for me a slightly better colour, and it's £350 less. So it's a colour I prefer, it's £350 less, and it's also 80 miles closer. And you know, as long as you, I always find reading the description good, because people who really love their vehicles, they they give a passionate description about it. Whereas people who they're they're just trying to move it on, they, they just write something like blue, two owner, MOT, serviced 20th of March, 2001, you know, 2001, 2021, it's cold, there's no passion there. But when someone's passionate about a vehicle, for me, it means they maintain it. Let's have a look at this one. This is the 2000, uh, the 5,400 pound rocket. Very good condition, a year's MOT and not long had a service. Don't want to swap just for sale. Ring me to contact me if interested. 
good thing is you can also see how long they've been on Facebook for, and that gives you an idea about how legit it is. Okay, let me just see what else there is here. Now, the problem with Marketplace, a lot of the time you get, you get a lot of bikes that are not the bike in question. So that, there's another one, 2008 model. Speedmaster, no. Okay, so it looks like that is, it annoys me with Facebook Marketplace. I've said Triumph Rocket, and then it's bringing up stuff like Triumph Tiger Explorer, BSA. You know, just, all I want to do is see rockets. Okay, but anyway, I found it, 5,400 pounds for Triumph Rocket. Right, if, if I want something old and characterful, turn of the century from the year 2000 onwards, I, I'm going to go, and I'm, I've been considering this for a while, if I want something ridiculous, I'm going to go for a 1600cc engine as a minimum. I'm going to go for the year 2000 onwards because it seems that that's people's common feeling on where reliability really kicked in. So from the year 2000, 1600cc minimum. Let's see what comes up. Yamaha. I always come back to these. Yamaha XV1600. Yamaha XV1600 on Auto Trader, which is the big cruiser 1600, of course, all in black, three lights at the front, bronze tank, swept back chrome bars with a rear rest from the year 2001. And this is from the Superbike factory. Now, let me quickly check this. This is the cheapest one, it's £4,687. I really, really mean it. Go and check out these bikes because they're actually as good looking as Harley's. It's got a stunning swept back rear mudguard. Really, really good looking motorcycle. But if I type this into to the Facebook marketplace, Yamaha XV1600. Let's see what I can get here. Are there any better deals? Drag starts, oh, 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 I've got one, I've got one, I've got one. Now, on Facebook Marketplace, you have to accept you're going to have to flick through some vehicles that are just not, not even remotely close to the vehicle you're looking for. Not even remotely close. But there is an interesting one here, and it's a Yamaha Dragstar 2001 model. No, but you see, it's just... XV250, no, it's a 250. See, this is the problem with Facebook Marketplace. You can't do the, the, exact, the exact search. I found an XV1100 for £4,500 on Marketplace, but that is not the 1600. You've got to really, really be willing to flick through this a lot. You know, there's a 650cc Yamaha Dragstar, but it's a 650cc engine. Sometimes it's just easier going on going on Auto Trader because you can pick the exact one. If you've got time, 
Facebook Marketplace, you can really, really find some bargains. There was one thing that came up actually. I'll see if I can find this. This was on Facebook Marketplace yesterday. I'll see if I can find it because it was a Triumph Bonneville for £1,500. And the owner said, oh, it's still here. Okay, now this is interesting. This is on Facebook Marketplace. Have a listen to this. Sometimes if you've just got a bit of time, got a bit of spare cash, and bearing in mind now it's coming up to October, we're getting to that time when vehicles are cheaper. There's a Triumph Bonneville for £1,400. It's a 2005 model. It's covered 36,000 miles. It's being sold as spares or repair because the clutch rod housing on the bottom end of the cover has broken. Everything on the bike was working well until then. You know, so if someone's got some mechanical knowledge, there's a lovely looking Triumph Bonneville T100 with spoked wheels for £1,400. That's got to be a good winter project for someone. And this is the good thing about Facebook Marketplace. These kind of cheap bikes, a lot of the time, people selling them, they won't want to put them on Auto Trader because you have to pay to put a bike on Auto Trader. You have to pay to put a bike on eBay. Facebook Marketplace, you casually post it in about 45 seconds from your phone. You don't need to, to pay anything. So there's no, no outlay for, for the seller. You know, I found here another Triumph, Triumph Bonneville, 3,400 pounds in a stunning green and gold tank. 2007, the very, very last year of the carb models. So if we're talking about character here, a carbed Triumph Bonneville, is a superb place to start. And that's just £3,400, being reduced from £3,800. You know, these are prices that you don't see a lot on, on Autotrader. And there's a fantastic choice of them. Really fantastic. Including the classics as well. Okay, I need to move on, because I could go on and on and on. But that, that rocket... You know, the Triumph Rocket at 2,000, you know, if you can get on about 5,000 pounds, if you just want something that's a real event where every time you jump on it or every time you go on a ride somewhere, you feel like it's a, a real, real event. You just feel uh, off the scale incredible. You, you feel like it's your birthday every day when you ride a bike so ridiculous like the Rocket, I can imagine. I'm slightly tempted to do something a little bit crazy and look at something like that. There's one other thing I want to check here before I just get to the last bit, because another bike that's always been in my mind is, is a victory. You know, the, the kind of, the bike, the cruiser, the American cruiser that goes under the radar in essence. And there are so few of them in the UK that I don't even need to choose the model. There are just 23 of them available on Autotrader right now, but you can get a, this just always blows my mind. You can get a Victory Vegas for 6,000 pounds. A Victory Gunner for 7,250. But those Vegases are very, very good looking bikes. I must do one more search just to check. The cheapest Victory Vegas on face, uh, sorry, on Auto Trader is six thousand pounds. If I go onto Facebook Marketplace and check Victory, Victory Vegas, and I type that in. Now, 
£6,000 on AutoTrader. And you know there are so few of them. So, so few of them. The cheapest one on Facebook Marketplace is is £7,000. Being reduced from £8,000. Probably because they're not bikes always on people's radar. So they're not as easy a sell as Harley Davidson's. But £7,000 for Victory Vegas is, is a really interesting proposition. In fact, to be fair to this one on Facebook Marketplace, have a listen to the difference. There's a Victory Vegas on Facebook Marketplace, all in black. Looks superb. £8,000 reduced to £7,000, private seller. It's only covered 13,000 miles. It's all in black. It's 1,700cc engine. 1700 for 2014 model, you know. Uh, brilliant bike, we'll be sad to see her go. Rear indicator LED strip lights, side mounted number plate to tidy the rear end up. Vance and Heinz exhaust has a lovely note to it, and that is based in Norwich. Maybe an hour and a half's drive for me. Stunning looking bike. Whereas if I'm on Auto Trader, and I'm looking at a bike that's six years older than this, six years older, Victory Vegas at six years older, and it's selling for a thousand pounds more. So if you get on there and you're lucky with a private seller on Facebook Marketplace, you can get a huge discount because this Facebook Marketplace one is six years newer and a thousand pounds cheaper, and it's the same spec. Hmm. They, they represent an interesting proposition the victories. Can you get the parts though? That's the key to it. Will you be able to get enough parts for it? I want to wrap up with one thing today. So it's been a bit of a searching one. She got so overexcited with, with bike searching, Land Rover Defender searching. It's, it's, there's too much temptation out there. I, I want to have a look at, uh, at one thing that I was reading. Let's have a look if I can just get this up quickly. Oh, it's about two new bikes. Um, one of them is the, the Honda CB300R. And this is Honda's good value little 300cc bike. It, it's not a retro, it's more, it's more kind of modern commutary bike than that. It's about 5,000 um, pounds. But looking at it, you know, it's a perfectly decent looking bike, but Honda need to bring out their little retro 300 that they're selling in Asia. Beautiful looking bike that would be genuine competition for Royal Enfield. They need to bring that over to the market. I really think there's a place for that. You know, these little commuter bikes are very good. They'll be extremely reliable, but bring out one of those retro ones. You know, I know Kawasaki, the Z650 RS, hopefully that I'm testing on Monday. You know, they could do a 3cc version of that bike. I think slowly, and it is slowly, but the manufacturers, all of the, the big manufacturers, they're slowly clocking on. And I guess it's taken them a few years to, to really clock on to, my God, Royal Enfield, they've come along and they're making, they're making small capacity bikes and people are buying them. But why? Why are people buying them? Hmm? What is it about these small capacity bikes that now suddenly they're buying them. They're becoming 
the, the, the best-selling bikes, a little 350cc bike. The Meteor, the classic 350. Well, it's because of character. And that magic mix of character and reliability. I remember the Royal Enfield Classic 500. Well, that was not a seller. That was not a popular bike anywhere, probably apart from India. So what's the difference? Well, the difference now is with the Classic 350, Royal Enfield finally have that magic mix of reliability and character. You have to have both to be really reliable. Suddenly people can realize their dream of owning a, a desirable, aspirational motorcycle, but it's also reliable and it makes sense and ticks every single box. I was watching the Grand Tour, the, the Scandi Flick one, brilliant as always, uh, and they were saying that Finland is the most, the, the, one of the harsh, harshest countries in the world for, for speed. And it's, they find drivers and riders relative to their earnings. So there was a sausage magnate in Finland and he was fined, I think something like 150,000 pounds for doing about 12 miles an hour over the speed limit because it was relative to his earnings. And in a world where we're getting more and more restricted with, with speed cameras, um, you know, in Europe, I think they've, it's just come out where they're now going to have speed restrictors on, on all vehicles. So your car will automatically start reducing your speed. So where does that leave us with these high performance vehicles? Now that we're getting restricted on, on all angles, including our actual vehicles are starting to get restricted. Where does that leave us? Well, surely it just leads us down the path of character over any kind of performance. Character surely will be the thing that trumps everything. The feeling of fun and enjoyment going 40, 50, 60 miles an hour on, on a bike where you can really enjoy all of the performance over a thousand cc bike that, well, it could do 180 miles an hour in its stride, but where's that real feeling of speed? You know, where, where's the feeling of fun at speeds that we can actually do? But the problem we've also got, of course, and I only say it as a problem in terms of character, is the electrification coming along. Because if now character and soul is more important than anything for feeling because we're getting so restricted on speed, what happens once the electrification comes along? Because I haven't so far seen an electric bike from the mainstream manufacturers where I think, mm -hmm, yep, that's finally they've done it. They've made an electric bike that I would class as desirable with character. I haven't seen it. Close. Not even really close yet. Right, I'll wrap it up there. Thank you to Sizap for sponsoring this week's episode. Thank you so much all for listening. Have a brilliant week. Have a great week riding. Make the most of it because probably don't have too much longer with this. can't believe it's still almost October. This quite nice weather that we're still having in the UK. Take care all, and I'll speak to you next week.